Thanks, yeah. Dexter. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate it, man. Uh, so, uh, Dexter, uh, I'm going to welcome you to our guest, Wild Chat Sports Podcast here. Uh, it's kind of a weird time uh, for everyone, but uh, glad to have the Pro Bowl uh, NFL receiver and, and special teamers here with us on the show today. So really, really blessed to have them. Thanks for joining. Yeah, appreciate you having me on. Thank yeah. You. So uh, maybe just talk about how you first uh, grew a love for the game of football. incredible um maybe talk i mean you were a star athlete uh in basketball football uh track star in high school you know was fo- so football was just always your dream like you even knew at a young age even in high school Maybe talk about, you know, what was your college experience like? How were you able to balance football with academics? Yeah, uh, football, academics, and having my first child. Right. Oh, wow. It it was a lot going on. I was just 17 years old, but uh, I don't want to get off track too much. Yeah, no, no, no. I made it to South Florida right there in Tampa. Mm. I'm from Largo, Florida, St. Petersburg area, so I wanted to stay close to home. Yeah. Especially having uh, a daughter on the way, right? So Mm. I wanted to be there. I wanted to, even though I was 17 years old, I wanted to still try to, you know, become a man and raise my child. You know, my, my little, my firstborn daughter, I wanted to do the best I can. And I figured, you know, staying in Tampa would be, would be the best. But, you know, Ed O'Dron, uh, the head coach for LSU, mm. he was at this. Oh, he, Yeah, he convinced me. Uh, he called me on the phone. Had a lot of energy. You know, that Raging Cajun accent, New Orleans, Louisiana, and all that. So, I was like, you know what, Dad? Let's let's, let's have him come down here. I want to I I meet this guy, man. He sounds like he's, he's right, very right, right. you were able to do it man like how do you how do you balance all these different things like even the social life of college like how are you able to do that man like were you able to go to parties or anything you know hang out with the chicks you know yeah
So I didn't do any partying. So when I got to Ole Miss, you know, um, you know, we have the tutors uh, on on deck for for the football players, which keep, keeps us in line. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, have the team camaraderie. So that aspect was pretty pretty easy. You know, because they have everything laid out for you, especially being on a full scholarship. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, with that, you know, uh, I definitely did party. I, I got out of <laughs> You know, but first and foremost, I made sure I had my grades right. I made sure that you know I. Um, I did everything I could do to prepare to win this game. But after mm. that game, it was go time. Yeah, I, was yeah. all, I was all the way live. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, another question on your college career. Um, you know, you were teammates with Michael Orr roughly like the same time the movie The Blind Side came out. Uh, maybe talk about, like, how did that change the environment of the team? Um, I don't think it changed the environment of the team, uh, you know, with, with the movie coming out and his story. Because we already knew his story already. You know, we were familiar with who he was, uh, the Tui's, what he went through. So we already knew that aspect of it. So that wasn't too much of a shock. It didn't, it didn't change the atmosphere at all. Yeah, we joked a little bit about it, you know, uh, hearing different things we saw in the movie. But obviously he said some things were kind of, you know, kind of stretched. Yeah. You know, for the most part, uh, you know, it was pretty factual, you know. Mm. So uh, being able to, uh, to play with him, to see what he's went through, and then to be in the same locker room as him, he's actually out in front of me, leave locker for me, man. Yeah. It was, it was Yeah, no. I, I see the Titans logo in the back, bro. <laughs> I see you. I see you, bro. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Pats fan. I grew up a Pats fan, but for this interview, go Titans, go Chiefs, bro. <laughs> you know, you know what my heart is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I like it, bro. I like it. Yo, that that's a that's a perfect transition. So, um, so you get drafted by the Chiefs. 36 overall, uh, and, and first of all, you ended with a tremendous collegiate career, 23 touchdowns, going the second round to the Chiefs. Uh, what's going on in your head in that moment? Yeah, man, honestly, so uh, they had me projected, you know, my knock was, he's too small, is he going to be durable, is he going to be able to do it? Because, yeah, he has, he's talented, he's fearless, but do I want to give him all this money and hope that he stays healthy, right? So mm-hmm. with me, I knew who I was, the type of player I was, I knew that I would be, you know, um, a plus for any team that drafted me, right? Mm-hmm. So they had me going like late sixth, maybe seventh round projections. I'm like, you know what? No. I, had, I knew in my heart that I would at least sneak in maybe late first round or early second. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first day went by, I didn't have a lot of expectations. I was like, okay, cool. First round is over. Right. The, day, the next day I said, you know what? I, talk, I called my agent. I said, hey, let's call the local um, – local radio stations, uh, TV station, news stations, whatever, and I'm going to rent a venue out, and we're going to go have the crew there, because yeah. I know more family to get drafted, right? So now I'm sitting, I got my whole family, <laughs> everybody, I'm nervous, right? Not knowing if I'm going to go, but I knew in my heart that I was first or second round material, hands down, yeah. right? So time's going by, time's going by, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm getting nervous, all right, 30, 32nd pick, all right, cool. Still no, still no call, and then my phone rang, right? And it was a private number. And I looked at my agent and said, hey, should I answer this? And he was like, yeah, answer that. So yeah. I answered it. He was like, uh, hey, how you doing? Dexter, I said, yes, sir. He was like, well, um, are you nervous? I said, most definitely. He was like, oh, yeah. this extra, or whoever this is from the Chiefs, we're going to draft you this next pick. Welcome here. We're expecting great things. And it's like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. And I gave everybody a thumbs up. And it was a party from there. Yeah, man. I, it must have been a surreal moment. I mean, 
So, so you were just freaking out at the table at that time? Were you you were really nervous? I wasn't, I wasn't freaking out. Uh, what if I was? They didn't know. I kept it calm and collected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still in my mind, like I know, I know for a fact. Like, right. Somebody's crazy, right? Mm. When it happened, it was like, like I said, it was like a big lift up weight off my shoulder. And after that, man, you know, I would just let them know how grateful I was and I'm ready to work. And yeah. <laughs> and you killed it, man. You killed it. So, I mean, your first NFL touchdown, uh, you debuted with a 94-yard punt return on September September 13th, 2010 uh, against the Chargers. Uh what were some of the things your teammates were saying, man, when you come back on the sidelines after that? Okay, so, um, I'll go a little bit before that. When I got in, you know, uh, you know, some of the older guys, they want to kind of test you out. Oh, you, you a little man, you a little man, little guy. But <laughs> every every practice, every practice, they, they kind of look like, okay, I don't know. It's, it's something special about this guy. Okay, he's feisty. Okay, he's not scared. Okay, that's something special, right? So I earned the trust of the team. So uh, I'm on the sideline, right, that game, that mm. night, first NFL game. I just turned 21 years old, right? Mm. So I'm just sitting there on the sideline. We had Javier Reyes, uh, our punt returner at the time, right? Mm. Javier Reyes, he was doing his thing. And I just saw the head coach lean over and like, hey, I want to see my cluster return one. And when he said that, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know what you're doing. Just, I'm talking to myself, right? Just catch the ball. I don't care if you gain a yard. I don't care. Just catch the ball and get tackled. Do whatever you had to do, but make sure you got the ball. Mm. So I'm that deep. It's, it's, it's sprinkling a little bit. So now, boom, kicks in the air. I'm sitting there like, okay, just catch it. Just catch it. Just yeah. catch it. Yeah, yeah. I catch it, and I look. I had room. I took off, made one move, and the rest is history, man. 94 yards. And, you know, uh, it was a blessing, man. I got into, I got into the record books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so, like... While you were doing it, like, were you just like, oh, my God, holy shit. Like, I'm about to hit this, take this one to the end zone. Like, were you just. So, so after, after I caught it, it's like, okay, I can. I yeah. saw everything. I heard everything. But I blocked everything out until I caught it. But when I caught it, I made that one guy miss. And I saw a straight sideline. Mm. I said, okay, here we go. So, it's like the whole time yeah. I'm running to the end zone. But the end zone's running away from me. So, <laughs> get there, get there, yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah. Got the crowd. Got to the sideline, man. And Team just embraced me, man. Say, hey, that's yeah. something special to you, man. We got you. If, if you got us, I said, we got yeah. you. Let's get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that, it's crazy, man. So, how, how did uh, how did that change like the chemistry in the locker room throughout the season? Like, you no, know, were you tight with the guys after that play? Were they like, yo, my boy? I've always been a people person, man. I'm a pretty likable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I take the time to actually get to know people. Or, like, my heart is bigger than me, right? Mm -hmm. So. Lucky man, bro. Hawaii, bro. Oh, damn. Fun, man. Family down. My wife's family down. We had a good time. Yeah, no, it's awesome, man. And we're going to get to that. Don't you worry. Um, so maybe talk about, like, the daily schedule, what it's like for an NFL player. You know, talk about that grind. So if you can't learn this play, if you can't get the job done, 
let's see if this guy can do it. So it's a revolving door, so you have to stay crisp. But, you know, I will wake up about 5.20 every morning, mm. try to leave at about 5.45, mm. uh, get to work, eat some breakfast. Then we have a special teams meeting around 7, 7 7.30, special teams meeting. After the special teams meeting, we go right into a team meeting, short, maybe 10 minutes, maybe 5 minutes. After that, we'll split up offense, defense. Uh, we'll meet at the unit for a little bit, watch some mm. film, talk about the day, go over the script. After that, we'll go into uh, individual meetings. I was a running back or a receiver, whatever, go on that meeting with an like, individual coach. We'll um, go over the game plan, go over everything, watch film. After that, go to the locker room, change up, practice mm. for two or three hours. After three hours, you can get a uh, workout in yeah. you before you shower. If not, eat lunch, get ready. Now we got a special team meeting all over again to watch that practice every day. Uh, meet together, watch some uh, offense and defensive film separately, meet again with our individual coach, watch the same thing over again, think yeah. what we got tomorrow. So the day starts about 5 in the morning to get home about almost 6, six at night, and then have to get right back up at 5 after you put your body yeah. through you know, a train wreck all, all day. And then coming home trying to spend time with the family. Exactly. That's for the guys that, that's playing out of, uh, out of state or mm. not there where uh, family is, it, it's kind of hard, you know, being away. So it's, yeah. it's definitely. No, I can imagine, bro. I mean, you know, like, like you said, like you have a family to go back to after that long day. How do you keep that energy up, man? I would be knocked out. Right. You know, I, I, have, I have four daughters. You yeah. Know, uh, they keep me on my toes. And, you know, even if I'm tired, I try to just give them that last little bit of energy I, I have before they go to bed. So yeah. It's the same thing over with. But you kind of, you never get used to it, but. It's a lifestyle, and you, you just have to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Damn, bro, mad respect. I, I'd be, I, I like sleep until two some days, bro. I just roll out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have to, man. Get, get me motivated. I'll do, I'll do some drills, bro. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, yo, so you, you play with Dwayne Bow, Eric Berry, Jamal Charles, Derek Johnson, Matt Castle. The list goes on. Was there a teammate on the Chiefs that you were more tight with than others? Uh, was there a teammate on the Chiefs that you were more tight with than others? Yeah, yeah, uh, you, you mentioned him, uh, Dwayne Bow. You know, uh, yeah. when I first got there as a rookie, uh, he knew some of my family members, and they kind of, you know, told him to look out for me. So when I got in the locker room, he was like, hey, McCluskey, you know, uh, I'm Debo. You know what I'm saying? Well, need anything, just come to me. You know what I mean? I got you. Mm. So like, that was just the initial, you know, um, aura that I got from him. You know, he's a, he's a player guy, he's a cool guy. So I was hanging with him a lot. He was showing me the ropes. And now, you know, 10 years later, you know, we're, we're still friends. You know, um, yeah. I, I go to his house all the time. Well, when I'm in Miami, I'm with him. Uh, we chat all the time. So we're, we're like this. You know, we're yeah. pretty much like family now. You know, yeah. He's in the... He, oh, you know, he's rapping now. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Money, baby, shout out. Yeah, dude, I saw that. I saw. I, I, I didn't even know about that. I was like, yo, what, what happened to Dwayne Bow today? Like, I was doing these questions, and I was like, yo, that's dope. He's making music. That's awesome, man. Respect. Think about it. He's been wanting, wanting to do that, you know. But mm. a lot of people, you know, see athletes that's trying to, you know, maybe sing, maybe rap. They might not take it serious, but he has that it factor to where he doesn't care what anybody says. He's gonna be Dwayne Bow at all times, taking mm. the lead, and working for him. Yeah. Did, so did you know, like? You know, in the locker room, did he always have that like edge to him that you know wanted him to pursue a career in the music industry too? Yeah. I think it's a Florida boys in general. You know, uh, we just got that vibe about it. Whether it's music, whether we're jack of all trades. You know, yeah. and we got 
that chip on our shoulder now. We got that extra edge. You know, that's the <laughs> boy. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you, you going to hop on the track or what? We're going to have a... Uh... We've, been t- we've been talking about that, man. It's, it's all about timing. You know, right now he's building his building his resume, doing what he does, but everything all gets back for us, especially with your family. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's dope that you guys are still tight. Um, so, I mean, going into the league, uh, you know, you, you were primarily a wide receiver, but you, you know, you made a huge impact on, you know, running back as well in the special teams. You know, you played all these different roles. Uh, did you ever picture yourself uh, being one of the best re- returners of all time? Uh, honestly, I never uh, pictured myself being the best returner because I, I really didn't return, right? Mm. I wanted to everything, give all of Dexter McCluster no matter what and see see what happens. And good things happen, you know. So I, I take that approach to, you know, even life after football, man. I'm gonna give you Dexter McCluster. I mean, it's gonna be genuine, it's gonna be passionate, but you're gonna get all of me because yeah. I feel it's my duty to use my platform to, you know, whether give that person that extra push or just, you know, just make them believe in themselves even if they don't. Yeah, absolutely man. Uh just a time check. Are you good right now or I mean Sweet man, appreciate it. This is dope. Thanks again, man. This is unreal. Um, so what was it like sharing a backfield with uh, Jamal Charles at the time? You know, he's one of the premier backs. Uh, did you feel like there was more competition to get touches, or were you guys pretty tight with each other? No, we're pretty tight with each other. Yeah. He goes back to me again. I'm not a guy that's going to complain. I'm going to get in where I fit in. I'm mm. coming in as, as a rookie, you know, so mm. like. Yeah, man, you you can, you can do it all, bro. You got you got you got the whole uh, package, bro. So, uh, incredible career. Uh, so, I mean, I, I was just curious. You know, there was a time where the Chiefs got you know Alex Smith. They had Andy Reid as coach. Uh, did you guys genuinely feel like you guys had a real shot at getting a ring during that time? Yeah, no, you're good. He just has a way of, like, he's a player's coach, man. He lets the players play. If he can have a million weapons, and every single one of those guys are going to make plays because he puts you in the right situation. So um, that year when he came in, everything was rolling. I think it was like 9-0 or 10-0 before we lost the game. So yeah. we knew what we had. And, you know, offense was going good. Defense was going good. Special teams, you know, was going good. So everything was hitting on cylinders. So, like, we really felt, like, we really felt that that was our chance. But, unfortunately, it wasn't. But it's all about time, and they got the ring this year. Well, was definitely proud of them. And it felt like I was a part of it, you know. Yeah. We were kind of, you know, uh, some of the stepping stones and the building blocks that kind of, you know, got, this, got the city to where it is now. So, yeah. it, was, it was fun for all of us involved. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. So, did you reach out to Andy, Coach Reed, after the win? Or? I, I didn't because I know it's a lot going on. It's, it's he, wants, he wants, he just won a championship. Um, you know, he's enjoying his players, enjoying the moment. But one thing I can respect about him, he shouted out every single player before, you know, uh, the player that he has now and said, hey, 
this is all of ours. So it, it showed the type of guy that he is, that he didn't forget, you know, what it took to get to where they are now. So it's, it's big time. Yeah, no, that's that's dope, bro. That's dope. Um, so so in terms of, I mean, you played with Travis Kelsey too when he was a rookie. Uh, you know, he's a pretty outgoing guy. You know, what was it like playing with him, you know, for a year? He's like, like you said, man, he's, he's the life of the party, man. He's going to be him unapologetically. He, gonna, he, got, he got a little swag about him. You know? <laughs> he, he, on the field and off the field, man, he got a little swag. And you can see, it's, it's, it's crazy to see, like, when, when we first got here, I saw, when he first got in the league, I saw what he can be. But just to see from then to yeah. now, oh, man, he, he's, he's, he's found himself, yeah. man. Yeah. So you, you you like that case just came out of nowhere. Like no one really thought he was gonna be like this good or. Crazy man. I mean, any thoughts on the future of the Chiefs today? I mean, Tyree Kill. Uh, you know, that's, that's, a different, that's a different type of speed. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's something else to sit back. You know, I know the type of guy I was. I've been around guys that's fast, but he's special. He, it's, it's a different type of speed. You have you have fast, but then you have fast, right? Mm. Yeah. He, nah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think going going here on out, man. Like they can be dangerous, man. I'll go out on a limb and say they might be the next dynasty. Mm. They could. They definitely could, man. They got everything in place. And with with um, Big Red, man, Andy Reid, he knows how to recruit. He, he has an eye for mm. talent. And he knows what he's He doesn't care how big, how small, how, how skinny, how round you are. If you can play, mm. you're going to play. The favorite thing he says is let your personality show on that field. I want to see dance and I want to see everything. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's dope, man. I mean, he he sounds like a fun coach to play for, you know, just from what you're telling me. So, uh, yeah. So, have you have you uh, talked to Tyreek or, or Mahomes? Have you ever spoken with them? Or? That's awesome, man. Unreal. Um, so you you also played. Let's see. So uh, in 2014, you made the Pro Bowl. Uh, you were on the same team as guys like Drew Brees, Tony Gonzalez, Larry Fitzgerald. Maybe take us through that day of what it was like to to be in the Pro Bowl. Forte?
Oh, really? So when, once I see how it went, I'm like, oh, man. So I was excited to go, ready to practice, ready to give it my all. But it was all fun just being around guys that I used to watch and sit back mm-hmm. and like, wow. Like, I used to watch these guys, and here I am next to them, playing with them, speaking to them, being right. able to you know, actually touch them and pick their brains. So it was a fun moment, man. I'm glad. Even though it was one time that I had the opportunity to mm-hmm. you know, be able to do something straight, and I can always say, I was, I was a pro bowler. Yeah, dude, that that's a career accomplishment, man. No one, no one can say that, you know. So it's crazy. Uh, did do you remember like another player that you had a conversation with during that day? Uh, during that day, uh, like a. Well, I can tell you a funny story. Um, what, uh, Burner, the cornerback, he was for the Titans. Uh, he was with the Titans back in fourteen. Oh yeah, Altron Burner. There you go. Yeah. Right? So we're all sitting, sitting down, and we're like, okay, we're gonna swap helmets with somebody. So. I'm with signing helmets, our game, or not game helmet, but another helmet signing with Mo. So I seen him, I was like trying to trade, and boom, I gave him the helmet, and he gave me his Tennessee, mm. and I gave him my Kansas City. And the following year, I ended up going to Tennessee, so it was almost yeah. like, right. you know, I was, it, he was telling me that you're going to Tennessee, so it's kind yeah. of, <laughs> I think I got his helmet here, it's right here, hold on. Oh, really? Oh, that's dope. Yo, that's sick. Uh, it's kind of, that's oh, dope. what? That's dope, man. That's there. sick, man. So you got you got the whole collection back there. Oh yeah, yeah, the Argos. I got the uh, CFL, the Argos. Ooh, representing them. That's clean. My shoulder pads. I wore my whole career. What? Go, your whole career? My whole career. Wow. Yeah, only one. So, as you can tell, I never grew, so I was able to. <laughs> hey, man, it's good. It's good stuff. It worked out for you, so. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's so dope, bro. That's awesome. Uh, you mentioned you played with the Tennessee Titans as well. Uh, you know, overall, was there a system you enjoyed more than the other? Did you enjoy your time with the Chiefs or, or the Titans more? Or? I, I would honestly say like the Chiefs was the best organization, best city that I've ever played in. Even though I, I settled down, I live here in Tennessee now. You know, mm. I love it here, but like the fans of Kansas City, man, they if they love you, they love you. Good, bad, or indifferent, they're gonna rock with you no matter what. And just the from the top, as far as the owner of the team to the bottom to the to the janitor, everybody there was treated the same. Everybody had a job to do, and I think that's why it worked so well. You know, and coming to Tennessee when I first got here, it was a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, but now they're they're getting rolling now. But from where they are now to when I first got here, I was ready. To, I was calling my agent trying to get the first thing spoken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. That's incredible. Um, you know, overall, I mean, you, you also played in the Canadian Football League. You played in the National Arena League, uh, Massachusetts Pirates. Uh, I'm 30 minutes north of Boston, so what, what? Uh, so... Yeah, hey, hit me up, bro. I'm down whenever, bro. We'll make it happen. Um, but you know, maybe just talk about the difference between uh, you know, the three the three leagues. Uh, you know, you have a very unique perspective throughout your career. Right, mm. you know, I, I've done everything. I've, I've reached my goal, and 
just chill now, right? right. So I came home and you know, I was able to be around my kids, be around my family, but it was like something was missing, right? So I'm just sitting, I'm at home, almost, almost in depression, almost, right? Mm. So I'm like, man, this is not me. My wife was like, this, this, shake, shake back, you're good, you're fine. And you kind of start doubting yourself, like, man, like, what? I've done everything, I've gave, given everything I had. Some unfortunate events, uh, as far as some injuries happen, but mm. I'm still that guy. I, I, I still, I'm still yeah. that same Dexter. But you know, I get it. You know, some politics, which is cool, right? Mm. Then I got a call to go. Um, uh, coach at a high school, mm. did the high school thing for a minute, and I got the call to go to the DFL. So I yeah. put that on hold, but I took that because I started. To, I never knew or never thought that I would want to coach, mm. but I started loving coaching high school, right? Mm. Then I got the call, so I figured, you know, that's God telling me, hey, this is what I have for you at the end, but you still have work to do on that field. Mm. You know, still have mentorship, still have some leadership to do, some things to learn. Right. So in Toronto now, yeah. total, uh, total shock, you know, culture shock. The field's wider, uh, field's longer, the goalposts right in front of the uh, end zone. So a lot of different weird rules, but a guy like me with that much space is pretty dope, right? Yeah. But after a year and a half off, uh, some, some thing hamstring was nagging. I, my body wasn't fully prepared, but I got a chance to meet a lot of people and, you know, uh, learn a new game. And going into the NAL, I got a chance to learn that, which kind of came back full circle because now I'm on the staff for the Music City Fire Arena football team here in Nashville. So awesome. I'm wearing a lot of hats right now. So yeah. in, in different uh, different levels of football and in different systems, I'm proud of being able to say that I was a part of a lot. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I, 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 feel, I feel very accomplished. That's yeah. why I would walk away from the game feeling like, you know what? All right, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, how, how was, I mean, yeah, it was an awesome career, man. I mean, what, what was your experience like with the Pirates? I'm just curious because I'm from Boston, so. I was getting like, I'm talking about people with like passion, like, oh, well, you must have hit rock bottom. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, door league and wood I'm like, no, I just love the game, right? Right. So, like, I've always been a guy, I don't care what y'all say, I'm going to go do what I have to do. But again, it, it gave me a chance to kind of be sort of a mentor because some of the guys there still have aspirations and dreams to go cool. to the NFL, go to the CFL, you mm-hmm. know, just do something bigger than what they are now. So I was able to do that. Like, damn, this is Dexter McCluster in their eyes, you know, quote unquote. And wow, I'm sitting next to him. I can touch him. I can ask him questions. Like, we're friends now, right? Mm-hmm. So I was able to do that and still learn a game and just get back to no politics of the game, just mm-hmm. straight football and having yeah. fun. And I enjoyed myself. And I, I thank the Pirates organization for even allowing me to be there, man. Because, yeah. you know, it, it, it just it just made my whole career complete, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it, like I said, uh, it brought me back full circle to coaching, to teaching, because now I'm actually uh, training people now full time. Yeah, no, that's dope, bro. It's funny because uh, on campus, my friends were like, Yo, the Pirates signed Dexter McCluster. This is going to be sick, bro. And everyone everyone was hyped, bro. Everyone was like, yo. Like, everyone was so hyped. So, it, you know, even even your stint here, we were all rooting for you. So thank you so much for, for making this happen. So it was dope. Yes, sir. It was a fun opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just curious, what, what are your thoughts on the XFL? I like it so far, man. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, with this uh, virus going around, you know, it slowed a lot of things down. But... You know, it was building up some steam, man. It was mm. good football. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody, a lot of people were watching it. Yeah. And some of the now, uh, even you know, after the virus, they signed some, some NFL teams. So it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's doing what they said they're going to do. So, I mean, I think it's going to be around for a while now. You know, uh, back in 2001, 2002, when they first tried it, it was just chaos. You know, it, it was more entertainment or just more 
false entertainment than it was football, but now it's straight football. And yeah, there's some different rules, but I like yeah. the XFL. You know, I was yeah. actually coming, you know, doing it. Uh, the team in Dallas actually, you know, were reaching out to me, had people reaching out, but yeah. you know, I, I felt I'm okay. I felt complete with everything. So, yeah. like, you know what? I'm all good. It's time to, you know, move on. And I told mm. my old daughter, she'll be in high school this uh, coming up. Mm. You know, to get to high school, I retire. And, she just turned 14 and I don't want to keep playing and then I look up and now she's in college, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it seems like you guys are really, you know, even working hard, working hard during this crazy time as well. So, I mean, it seems like, I know you're super busy, so thank you for taking the time today, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I, I know we're trying to connect and do it and I wasn't, I yeah. wasn't Oh yeah, no, absolutely, man. And, and sorry if I if I was uh, bothering a little too much on the gram too. I I, I know it can get crazy, so <laughs> appreciate. It. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. Dexter McCluster, everybody, Pro Bowler, a football legend. Uh, Dexter, thanks for stopping by. Stay safe and healthy, and uh, stay in touch, bro. Really appreciate it. I appreciate it, hey, man. Follow me on Instagram at Dexter McCluster. Absolutely. Um, on Instagram, my workout is McCluster Fit. My wife. Baker, right? So uh, go online at Brits Baking Babies. That's B R I T S Baking B A Y B E E S. All right, let me write. Wait, say that again. We'll write it down. So Brits is B R I T S. Yep. B A K I N G A B A Y. Yep. Awesome. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. God bless. Appreciate it, bro. Keep killing it. I'm down, bro. Yo, yo, ready? Alright, dope, bro. Dope. That's going right up, man. That's going right up. Alright, you too. Stay in touch, bro. Peace out. From the sweet life of Zach and Cody on the sweet life on... Drake Bell here. It's your girl Camille Kostek. Shuma Gavin in the house. Shoe nice again. Lay Howard from the Los Angeles Lakers. It is a CeeLo Green. The follow at Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. If you Wild Chat Sports. Wild Chat Sports. Peace. Wild Chat Sports, man. Check it out. Love.